Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, okay. Welcome to Harvesting You. In today's episode, we're talking about breaking out of the mundane. When life becomes mundane, it's time for a change. And we've got some ideas for you on this episode of Harvesting You. Welcome to our podcast. The Carpenter's Notebook by Mark Clement. Two years after his father's death, Brendan is staring down the barrel of a divorce. He leaves his daughters in collapsing marriage to fulfill a promise his father made to his mother. And he discovers the answers he wasn't looking for that end up helping him with his own life. I reach for my tape more like a gunslinger going for a six-shooter rather than a timid, albeit middle-aged, apprentice afraid to do the wrong thing. Dean Johnson, co-host of Home Time, says home improvement is a thread that runs through many of our lives. Mark has woven it into a very rich and unique story. Brett Witter, publisher of Chicken Soup for the Soul, says a wonderful book about building both houses and relationships that is wise, touching, and as satisfying as a hard day's work well done. Like Chicken Soup for the Soul, it shows us that great wisdom is built from the material of everyday life. Check out The Carpenter's Notebook by Mark Clement on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and at bookstores nationwide i am excited to say that we are in february january felt like a year it felt like the longest month january felt like a year to me electrolytes for that yes January became very much uh, like mundane and I do not like to live in a mundane space. I like to come back and be present even if things get boring or repetitive or we have snow, whatever it is. How do you when you get into that space of feeling mundane, where things are just kind of like going, eh, we're going along day by day, and okay, how do you bring yourself back into the present? How do I actually do it? Yeah. Okay. So here's me. Hello. I am a visual person. Same. So when I feel like I am just not making progress in anything. And it's just, I'm on the treadmill of doing the same thing, same thing, same thing. I will start dressing differently. I will move further around in my house. I like to start dressing differently. Now, what do you mean? Like you'll go from just everyday clothes to like maybe getting dressed up a little more? Getting dressed up more, changing the way I wear my hair a little bit, wearing jewelry I haven't worn in a long time, you know, going, 
doing, not doing the same exact thing, not wearing what comes back out of the wash and I fold and I put away. And I do the ah. Marie thing of like folding vertically so that I can mm-hmm. see all the options, but then I'll reach back into the drawer and get something out that I haven't worn in a while and just do a little bit differently. And they even are some great tips. House, Yes. But even if I don't leave the house, I will put on high heels and just. Oh, okay. Just I love that. And I'm totally going to try that because I, if I do not have to leave the house in this weather, I prefer not to. And I've, like I said before, you've heard me mamas who have been following our podcast. My husband tells me I look 90 from the legs down because I wear my cozy socks and my slippers, right? But I am totally going to put on my jeans with a pair of heels tomorrow. That is some serious, great advice. Switch it up. Flip the script. All of my pretty ladies in the closet, my pretty, pretty ladies. Yeah, they don't bring out. Yes. And if I'm not going out a lot, which we're not, and I don't have any reason to dress up, I just dress up anyway. And that changes my mood immediately. Mm. What I put on and how I put on, like I will put curlers in my hair to like, just change it up a little bit, just Mm -hmm. a, a little bit different. And then I notice that the reaction I get just even from my family is different. Like they're That's what I was going to say. Yes, because they're like, oh, wait, where, where are you going? Why do you yeah. look like that? That's the first thing I thought of was like, wow, my kids have seen me totally sport sweatpants and stretch pants pretty much the month of January. And once you said like your closet, that is the first thing I thought of was it'll it'll change everybody's mood of and maybe they'll not reach for the same outfits. Now, laundry. Laundry, 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 something that is never ending, that will always be a thing. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a laundry trick because I like to have all the laundry done by the end of the day. Unless I have to fluff uniforms for the next morning, I'll, I'll fluff them again. So I don't know where I got this or when it started, probably when we moved into this house. Because I was like, I'm going into this house with everyone is going to have their laundry done every day. And I'm, and by the way, do you notice like some people in your house change their outfits more than others? I'm like, what, why, why do we have three outfits in the laundry from today? Ava, couldn't we just stick with the one? So what I do when I find myself like, oh my God, I'm doing everybody's laundry is as I'm folding their laundry, I recognize the present moment that we're in where I have this big 13 year old teenager whose clothes are bigger than mine now that I once used to fold these little tiny Mm. onesies. And so I find gratitude and I seek love and prayer why I am folding their laundry. Chase, I I really hope you're having a great day. Like I'm setting intentions, like kind of sending them vibes out as I'm folding the laundry. And I find that it keeps me in a better mood and it doesn't make laundry folding so boring. And so like, oh, I have to fold laundry again. Or I, and then I am the laundry and put it away because it keeps everybody organized. You know, sometimes I'll put in the kids room, here's your pile, put it away. Here's your pile, put it away. So 
that's my, yeah. my, my little laundry trick, my little laundry fancy, but I love the dress up clothes closet because really how many times now, uh, unless we are working moms that go to work every day and you get to pull out your fancies and your nice clothes. I mean, we're not exactly, um, I don't know, at least me this past, you know, year of January, I wasn't going to any weddings or going to any events where I could pull out a fancy dress or high heels. Yes. That is true. Super great tip. And when I go, when, when I leave the house to go to work, when I do that, Uh I, I, I wear like construction clothes. So I don't wear high heels when I go to work. And same, I'm I just like in my dance clothes. I'm in like yoga clothes when I go to teach a class or something. So you're right. You never get to, you know, wear that fun stuff. But I have noticed over the years. So when Mark and I first started living in this house and his daughter, Lexi, was just a couple of years old. And we, I had a thing where I would get up for birthdays, holidays, and dress up. So no matter mm-hmm. what, day, it was a special day. I would put on a dress and the whole thing. And she, you know, loved that too. So she would get up and dress up too. Yeah. It's a special day. Let's dress up for the special day. So Mark still, he's, he has taken in that habit. He didn't do that when we first started together, but now it's, it's a routine of his is to get up for, Thanksgiving, Christmas, he gets up and he puts on a dress shirt. And even if we don't go anywhere, just I love that us in the house, like it is a special moment. Let us wear special clothes for this and reflect that. And I know a lot of families wear matching PJs and do that. That's special. Mm -hmm. But this is our little thing that we do because we have the nice clothes and Wow. It gives them a chance to get out of the get out of the closet and be worn, because he doesn't just wear nice clothes ever. <laughs> like he wear he dresses like a carpenter every day, and some days he he puts on clothes within the intention of doing something. Like if I don't put on my painting clothes when I get dressed in the morning, I will not paint. He mm-hmm. will tell. Because he, he w- knows he won't change into painting clothes because he doesn't like to paint. So the act of them doing that is like, no, please don't make me. But I do, I do think, you know, having an association with our clothes. I mean, I have, you know, I have clothes that are for play, that are for fun, for hanging out. For, and I think that especially with people staying home or working from home more, that the option of just staying in pajamas or athleisure wear is so easy. It's so easy. But that leads right down the road to things becoming mundane. So this is a perfect example. So how do you feel? And we may have talked about this before mamas about pajamas. Do you change into pajamas before you go to bed or are you just like a t-shirt and sweatpants? Oh, I prefer pajamas. Now, I don't do that every night because I don't have enough pajamas. 
That's okay. Don't, I don't do laundry more than like, I'd only wash my clothes once a week. That's it. I won't do it more than once a week. Cause I just don't like the act of folding laundry and your thing about being intentional with it. And I try that. I do. When I fold, I'm, I watch the Marie Kondo stuff and, and all of that about putting love into the garments and thanking the, thanking my sheets and thanking, you know, my underwear, all that stuff. And I do that <laughs> because she like does this thing with like, put love into your fingers. Thank you. Thank you for protecting my bum against my jeans and holding everything up (laughs) yeah getting everything there together and i and i i listen to loud music when i fold because that gets me like happy and Mm -hmm. then i think about putting when i put things away into drawers my drawers their drawers is that i'm setting them up for success because when they go into their drawer they will have underwear because right. when they go to the drawer and they won't be not there. And that doesn't always happen because I'm not always on top of when we're running out of clothes mm-hmm. and they won't say until there's none. Mm. I have no underwear. Well, that kind of sucks because it's in the laundry and it hasn't been washed yet. Like my son will just wear his bathing suit. Like he will just- That works. He's flexible. <laughs> Yeah. And it's got the mesh, you know, like, so he'll work uh-huh. like in the sun and he'll just wear a board short if he doesn't have underwear because he won't let me know. Or he will mm-hmm. wear it underneath like sweatpants as his under, cause like, eh, mom, it's fine. and he doesn't complain. It's not a big deal. And that makes it easy for me. So I don't have to be all uptight about it. Um, but yeah, loud music also helps. Like I love music. I'm always having music playing in my house. Yeah. It's like the background of, I don't know, it keeps my, it keeps my blood pumping and my heart flowing and things moving. Especially when I'm writing, I find myself listening to either meditation music or classical music. Um, that really helps me think, but I love the loud, you know, if I am working out, uh, like cardio working out or on my bike. I am like 90s hip hop, hardcore music makes me go harder. It's, it's great. That's really good. <laughs> Where my husband is on the bike and he's 80s hardcore music, right? Like we all have our thing. Yeah, we do. And and it's important to find that that speaks to us too. Yeah. yeah it, breaking out of the mundane. Yeah. Moving furniture. See, that's the other thing I do. Uh, and yes, I me too. Is, is just changing my interior environment and what I look at, where I sit too. Yeah. Like changing. I have a habit of sitting in the same spot every morning and changing that spot and sitting mm-hmm. somewhere different for my cup of coffee. And moving my desk and it really does help me be more excited to be at my desk when Mm -hmm. it's a different place because the light hits it differently it feels different like it feels like a fresh new start even though it's not it's just like I feel like it is and that gives me energy 
I, I agree. I do the exact same thing. When we first went into the pandemic, I was like, okay, we're looking at the same stuff. I need to move everything around. I rearranged rooms. I rearranged furniture. I moved chairs and tables. I mean, even now, like I'm sitting in my breezeway because I wanted a different um, change of scenery for today because I started off my day a little eh, not feeling like me. So I was like, I need to switch it up. So I love that because I do too move furniture around. And if someone comes over, they're like, wait, wasn't that? I'm like, oh, I move stuff around all the time. Pictures, pictures are a big one. I move the pictures in my house on the walls. Um, I flip like living rooms. So we have two living rooms. So I'll like flip the pictures in the living rooms or, um, you know, different sayings or signs or I think that helps as well. Spruce things up. Now, my kids love, I mean, being the month of February, I try really hard to put more intention into giving them even more affirmations. Like I make my son write every day and he copies my handwriting and I make it like an affirmation. But I put hearts on their door and I write a note on their door. Like this morning I wrote, um, you know, you're doing a great job. It doesn't always have to be the perfect saying or, or the perfect anything. It just has to show them that you see them. And I cut out a bunch of different color hearts and I put them in my son over the years has kept them, collected them, and he keeps them on his gaming, like where his whole gaming station is on the wall behind him. Now, after a while, when you look at things, you know what I mean? When you look at things in the same space, like you get used to seeing them. So I'll move them around. I'll move them to his mirror. I'll move them like the ones that I'm putting on their door each day at the end of February, I'll move inside on their mirror or something, you know, just kind of giving a little more, but Mamas, as we always talk about, is we have to be full to be able to do that extra, to be able to do that, you know, I'm going to sit and do arts and crafts tonight, so I'm ready for tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. Feb- I, I feel like each month has its, um, it's like the seasons. It like each month has something like, okay, March, we have St. Patty's Day. January was just like a whole year in itself but it was a new year. But after like, I don't know, day six into January, I kept saying happy new year's to people. And I was in the grocery store and stuff. And I swear people would look at me like that was like a year ago. <laughs> Cause that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. January, January is a month. It's, you know, it's, it, it does settle out. Like, I think all of the busyness of the holidays, mm-hmm. and it just sort of goes quiet. And well, it's like that anxiety cold. hangover almost, right? Yeah. Go back to our anxiety that. hangover podcast. It's like a whole yeah. month of that. Yes. Yeah. And there's not like a super exciting event or a holiday. There's not a super thing happening it's usually cold it's the sky is not beautiful blue it's just mm-hmm. yeah so although have you have you checked out the sunsets this week they've been pretty pretty beautiful and 
there's something about, I mean, we had fog today, so we couldn't see the sunrise, but there's something about the sunrise and the sunset. It never is the same every day. And I just find so much peace and ease in just standing in my kitchen and getting that glimpse of watching the sun go down or like, it's just like a moment in time where you're at least where I just feel like, wow, it's breathtaking to me. I love seeing the sunrise and the sunset. And that's, and the thing too, is like, as, as a home designer and a color person, that kind of mojo, you can kind of bring and infuse into your life using those mm. colors because I mean, it is true that warm colors are more calming and cool colors are more stimulating because like during the day when the sun rises and then it's blue or whatever color it's crisp, it's, you know, it's, and then when the sun is setting, it gets warm and there isn't too many moments in life where humans collectively are quiet. Mm. Except for the sunrise and the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yes. How that is so true. A group of people just standing and staring, staring. and quiet because it is so calming to see and it's beautiful and breathtaking to see Mother Nature at its work, doing its work. But that kind of mojo you can bring into your home and you can use like warmer colored light bulbs and turn on those lights and and make it be more calming and more relaxing and not have like the blue lights from our screens and all of that cool colors and stuff like that. So so being in home design and and living a whole life of this. Have you found um like what colors would you recommend for small spaces? Do you recommend mixing it up and repainting certain times of the year? Like how would you give some um you know, say like a mama that lives in small spaces who wants to change her furniture where she sits or where she moves, what is a good color that will help set the mood or colors? Yeah. So if, if the living environment is the entire living environment is small, like a Manhattan studio apartment, the, the more monotone you can be in your surroundings then the more open it feels and it doesn't matter necessarily what the exact color is but the as soon as you start it's just like with an outfit as soon as you start breaking it up breaking up the lines then mm-hmm. things become smaller and you and you chunk it out and so those chunks make a space look smaller the expansiveness happens when there isn't a break in color So that can be like choosing furniture, wall colors, flooring, all that stuff that are sort of all in the same color and then adding color to it with accessories and stuff for different seasons and personality and stuff like that. But the, but really it's using a monotone kind of color scheme or using colors that are next to each other on the color wheel kind of help lay that out so that it does feel more expansive and you don't feel so claustrophobic because there's a lot of, there are a lot of designers that say, Hey, 
you never want to paint a small room a dark color because then it feels dark. Or you don't want to paint the ceiling and the walls the same color because then it makes you feel like you're being closed in. But then some people say it feels expansive. I say okay. if it's all the same color, it does feel expansive because you don't you're not disrupted by the lines and the borders. There are fewer borders, so it feels like it's bigger. And it's hard in a small space. It's hard to change things up in a small space. And when trying to furnish a small space, a lot of people will use lots of little furniture, lots of little pieces. And sometimes using one bigger piece like a is actually a way of making it feel bigger because again, punctuating the more little punctuate, it's like music is faster when the beat's faster. The beat's faster in your visual environment when you have lots of little things all over the place. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like yourself behind you. You've got, yeah, it's white, but it's all white. And then you have little things on it. So the shelf feels bigger. Now, if the shelf, right. if the vertical, the, you know, if, if things were different colors, like the back was a different color, this was a different color, and then things on the different color would be like, oh, it's just it's so busy. But there's lots of stuff on there, but it feels calming because you have that, it's encased in less punctuation. Stop. More yeah. like tones. Yeah, and we do that in our house. We don't have a lot of stuff on our walls. We, on, we use, we since we're building geeks, we like to enjoy the actual walls. So like we'll do a wall treatment instead of put pictures up. What's a wall treatment? So like doing a mural, Mm -hmm. like a giant graphic pattern or using wood, you know, board and batten or some other kind of thing and then painting that all one color so that it's, you know, but add, and adding and adding elements to the actual wall instead of putting things on the wall. But that's just the way that we are. And so we've had this discussion where I've wanted to hang something on a wall and as it's like, oh, you don't want to ruin the wall. <laughs> so I, I, I love this because this is totally changing the game in mundane and feeling mundane. And if we come into another month or another period, another space where you're like, I'm feeling mundane. Okay. We can change up the outfit. We can change up our scenery. We can change up our environment. We don't need to run on a vacation just for a change of scenery. We can do it in our own home. Like you're saying, so do you find yourself ever like repainting a room or are you at the point where you will just move yourself room to room because you like the colors that flow in your home? Now I've ex- I experiment with color in the different rooms. Like we had, for example, our dining room used to be this, it was like a purple, but it looked a little Brown depending on when the light. So it changed throughout the day. And I love that about some colors, how they, mm-hmm. they change depending on the light. And I experimented with painting like three quarters up the wall and the ceiling, the same color. So it looks like a little hat to me. Like the room has a little hat and 
seeing how that feels. So like I try to experiment when I see something or think of something that's different. I try to experiment within our house to see yeah. how it really goes over instead of trying to like put it upon someone else and saying an experiment with someone else. Right. So what about a mama on a budget instead of going and running to home goods and buying stuff to put on walls? Because I thought that was interesting how you were like, well, we leave more walls blank and there's like less stuff and more like, like a big pronounced something like what would your suggestion be for someone who's like, I need a change. I'm on a budget. And my impulse reaction is to go to home goods and buy stuff and hang it up because I need a change. Well, we just did this really cool wall last week, which is like um, using using just regular flat stock lumber and putting a pattern and like a graphic pattern on a wall. And the homeowner wanted to just paint it all the same color so that it's a bunch of diagonals and horizontal and vertical lines. And it's a giant wall. And um it looks really cool and it's very inexpensive to do. All you need is some paint and a couple lengths of wood and being able to fasten it and caulk, you know, the seams and it looks it looks great. And instead of hanging up pictures, but even just doing just paint, doing graphic pattern. And it can be anything. You can paint triangles or a pattern of squares or um, sometimes I like to use the paint, like the painter's tape as, uh, so I'll paint the whole wall a color and then I'll use painter's tape to like mark off that color and then paint over that another one. So that when you remove it, you've got lines of painter's tape, but it doesn't look like painter's tape, but it's whatever that color is. And so it has, I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun to do that and bring in the colors that we love in the wall. It doesn't mean you can't hang a picture up later, but there's a lot you can do with a couple gallons of paint to make a space feel a certain way or a different thing. And I always say, you know, like, think about what makes you happy. Like, what are those moments that you go to? And, oh, yeah, I remember when, I remember when. Well, what were you wearing? Where were you? What were you listening to? Like, recreate that mood. And in our homes, we can do that in our spaces. We can recreate those moods in our spaces without buying starfish and, you know, bring seashells. We can recreate the beachy feel without having to buy lots of little things to decorate with. We can infuse it with the colors and the textures and everything that we have in our house. I think it would be super cool if you could pop up some of those pictures and ideas throughout this podcast. So people can be like, wait, what does she mean? I know what you mean by the taping lines because you taught me how to do that in Chase's room when we first moved in. We did a green and a darker green and a lighter green and a darker green. And we did exactly that where you tape it off and like, I don't know, um, painting, um, is really hard for me to get into. And I totally can relate with marks. If I'm not in paint clothes, I'm not painting today. 
But I find painting also to be very therapeutic. These um, shelves behind us used to be wood. And in the beginning of our, you know, shutdown, I looked at Ava and I'm like, we're going to do this project together. So we did. We have cans of paint from whatever. And we brought it out and we did all the shelves. And it was like, oh, it was like a whole new room. And it felt good to like be in here and walk in here and, and sit in here and, and redecorate it. And yeah, I love that. I think, um, sharing that, uh, would be super, super cool to give mama some ideas of like in the mundane, how can we change when things feel blah, blah, blah. We're going through the motions of unloading the dishwasher and doing the laundry and getting everything. Well, how can we change our visual? And I love when you said like the colors of the sunset or the colors of the sunrise, because you're absolutely right. I took my niece, my nephew and both of my kids. I made them get up last year in the summer. And I said, before you guys leave the beach, we're going, we, you're getting up with me to see the sunrise. And you know, in the summer, the sunrise is pretty early. And I have a picture of the four of them sitting there, just as you said, not a word. It's just so breathtaking. And they just watch. And it's those inner moments where you find yourself most present. And it's like bringing yourself back to like that moment. Like you said, find a moment that makes you happy and bring yourself back to it. What were you wearing? Who was there? What did it look like? And for me, when you said that moment, it was that my niece and nephew and my, my two children sitting on the beach, watching the sunrise. That was like a, like a heart expansion moment. I want more of that in, in this, you know, in, in these cold moments. So clearly we can't bring the sun to 70 and sunny, but we can invite in warm colors. Yes. And we can invite in that mood, that feeling, that, that mojo into our everyday, yeah. into our homes and invite it in and doing things a little bit differently, shaking things up and whether it's, you know, painting a wall in your living room or wearing a different outfit or doing something differently with your hair or mm-hmm. changing where you put your dishes in the kitchen, you know, as uh, you're putting switching up the cabinets. Yeah. yeah just changing something in the rhythm of the mundane, the everyday. Once you change the rhythm of that, you can change that song and do a different song that's a little bit more upbeat, but you got to put an a little bit of work to make that happen. For sure. You got to put some effort into yourself. Like I change my pillows seasonally. I'll have like, you know, spring pillows that I put out and then I'll put them back in a bag. I have winter pillows that I bring out and then I put them back in a bag. It changes, you know, colors, different color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think too, like coming off of the holidays where everything's sparkly and lit up and everything, and then all that stuff goes away and then we're left with cold and dark and Mm. just doing the day to day to day to day to day stuff. There's like this like gaping silence of like no stimulation. So changing something in January and not just changing, like I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to not eat sugar, but changing what we're doing gives us motivation to do other things, I think. But 
Yeah, the environment speaks to me in a huge way. So I know that I need to move some stuff around if I'm starting to feel like I'm trudging. Well, I think that's the end of this episode. Thank you for sharing this time with us. We would love to hear from you and support your harvesting mission in your personal life. Share your thoughts, questions, ideas with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Harvesting You or visit our website, HarvestingYou.com. Until next time, let's put inspiration into intentional action and keep harvesting you. Whatever you just did is working. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.